Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, episode 55, Maui and Pele versus the Dragon. I am Kamuela Kaneshiro, a native Hawaiian professional writer, speaker, and Comic-Con panelist with extensive film and television experience. I study mythology, I've encountered unusual things, and I'm a geek. You can support us by getting two or three of your friends to listen to our show. This simple request goes a long way in helping us grow our show. Okay, this is part two of last week's story. So if you're not caught up, please consider listening to our last four episodes about Maui, Hawaii's dragons, Maui versus the eel, and our last episode, Maui versus the dragon. So you may have a deeper understanding of our characters, especially to our new listeners who might be thinking, I'm here for the dragon. Where's the dragon? For the rest of us, The following is Legends from the Pacific original story and is based on cultural records. Maui stood beside the pool Kuna cowered in as the goddess of fire, Pele, approached. Maui bowed. Pele Honuaumea, what has stirred you from your Kilauea domain? Pele glanced over her shoulder at her distant volcano. I was in the neighborhood. You're very honorable to address me by my full name, demigod. What is your desire? Pele Honuaumea, this wretched mo'o, Kuna harassed and almost killed my mother, Hina. I wish for your assistance in defeating him. Pele sighed. He is a nuisance strutting around like he owns this world and believing goddesses are inferior because we are women. Pele knew Kuna planned to kill her, and while it benefited her to help Maui defeat Kuna, Pele's mischievous side sparked. What's in it for me, demigod? Maui's jaw dropped, and he almost looked up from bowing. Madam Pele, I thought Kuna was a nuisance to you. Pele stopped herself from laughing at Maui's squirming. The wind changed and whipped her long hair to conceal the smiling goddess, as she did her best to remain serious. That may be so, demigod, but I am a goddess who desires something in return. Maui's mind was a whirl. He didn't own many items and needed his club, fishhook, spear. His eyes widened and he faced the goddess. Pele's smile was masked by her hair. Only her eyes shone, allowing her to maintain a menacing appearance. Pele Honuaumea, help me defeat Kuna and I will give you my canoe. Pele exploded with laughter. I have no need of a canoe. If I boarded any vessel, Namaka would surely flip it and kill me. I'll never give my sister the satisfaction of killing me twice. Pele controlled her laughing and wiped a tear from her eye. 
but you impressed me with your resourcefulness. Very well, demigod. I accept your offering and will assist you in killing the Mo'o Kuna. The joy drained from Pele as she faced the pool Kuna cowered in. Behold the power of a goddess, Mo'o. Pele's eyes glowed. She faced her beloved Kilauea and lifted her hand. Gathering clouds blocked the sun. The ground shook. What sounded like a clap of thunder was Kilauea erupting. It triggered an earthquake that knocked Maui prone. Steam vents revealed rivers of lava as Pele glided the rupture towards Kuna's pool, threatening to drain the water and incinerate the Mo'o. Kuna's eyes glowed, and the powerful Mo'o stopped Pele's threatening attack. Pele groaned. She grinded her teeth, and the goddess raised her other hand. Wind, life, and time seemed to stop. An explosion from Kilauea shattered the stillness. Gallons of golden lava illuminated the darkened sky while geysers erupted along the volcano's base, creating a burning spectacle of heat that radiated to the Big Island's coastline. Sweeping brimstone stung Maui's eyes and burned his lungs while the goddess sloshed the cauldron of her Kilauea. Pele's glowing eyes brightened as she launched boulders from the volcano into the pools beside her and Maui. The molten projectiles splashed into the pools. Steam screamed, deafening Maui and enveloping the area into a cloud of mist as the once cool waters became liquid fire. Kuna's glowing eyes beamed in the water as he struggled enduring the heat. However, it was too much for him. The Mo'o sensed where Pele was and leapt from his pool open mouth at the goddess. Pele underestimated Kuna's speed. Maui was her only hope. Her glowing eyes burned light trails as she faced the demigod, but he was gone. Pele gasped. Kuna's breath coated the goddess's shoulder. His drool fell upon her hair, and the Mo'o was tackled by Maui. Maui landed on Kuna. The air was knocked from the Mo'o, but he recovered and dodged Maui's fierce attacks. Freed from Maui, Kuna scurried. Maui grabbed Kuna's tail. Kuna hissed, whipped his head around to bite Maui. Instinctively, the demigod shielded himself with Kuna's tail. The Mo'o bit his own tail, then tried to lash it from Maui. However, the demigod was too strong. Kuna swung his head to Maui's exposed body. The demigod bashed the Mo'o's head with his club. The dazed Kuna chomped at the air. Maui pressed his attack until Kuna was defeated. Then threw the Mo'o's body into the water. Maui caught his breath while Pele calmed the raging Kilauea. 
The goddess smiled at the demigod. Maui smiled, but armed himself. Pele's jaw dropped. Her eyes blazed, but the goddess sensed a presence behind her towards the snow-capped Mauna Kea. Pele spun to her threat. Along the tree line, white-cloaked, fair-skinned Poliahu stood. Poliahu's outstretched arms restrained her white-cloaked sisters, who were ready to pounce the fire goddess. Pele didn't mind being outnumbered, but Poliahu's unmatched beauty enraged the fire goddess. Tremors rippled the land. Poliahu muttered something to her sisters. Pele's glowing eyes burned as she churned Kilauea. The goddess knew Poliahu and her sisters could kill her. Go, Poliahu commanded. Her sisters lowered their heads, turned to snow-capped Mauna Kea, and vanished. Poliahu lowered her arms and gave Pele a nod. Pele's glowing eyes dimmed, and she returned Poliahu's nod. Poliahu bowed to Maui, and the goddess's fair complexion revealed her blushing cheeks. The snow goddess rose, faced her snow-capped Mauna Kea. The sun broke from the clouds, and Poliahu vanished. Maui faced Pele. The goddess smirked at him with glowing eyes. Maui smelled burning. Behind him, lava consumed his canoe. He looked back to Pele, but she was gone. Maui sighed and started walking home. His mother waved from their cave. He waved back as the winds from Kilauea Volcano carried a voice, a hui-ho, demigod. Coming up, your featured song and Hawaiian word. Today, the area mentioned in our story can be found in Wailuku, near Hilo, on Hawaii's Big Island. There are two places named Wailuku in the state of Hawaii. So, for clarification, we are not talking about the Wailuku on the island of Maui. In the Wailuku State Park is the Wailuku River that stretches 28 miles, making it Hawaii's longest river. The waterfall known as Rainbow Falls or Waianui Nui Falls has a natural cave that is believed to be Hina and Maui's home. Near the cave lies the remains of the boulder Maui smashed to save Hina. The boulder was named Lono Kea Ho. A little more than a mile away is the watering area known as Boiling Pots, which may look nice, but it's notorious for flash flooding. I'd avoid swimming here because people commonly get trapped and drown since there's no lifeguards. 
There's different explanations on why the area is called Boiling Pots. Our story is one explanation, for it is believed this is where Kuna hid until he was boiled out. Another is, when it rains, the water is funneled here and the excess water makes the water look like it's boiling. Also, along the boiling pots are holes, which is believed to be from Maui trying to spear Kuna. Near this area is a section of water named Wai Kuna, which translates to Kuna's River. Also, a rock formation in the Wailuku River is called Maui's Canoe or Kawa'a o Maui, which was the offering Maui gave Pele. This isn't the only thing named Maui's Canoe, for you see, New Zealand's South Island is known as Maui's Canoe, while New Zealand's North Island is known as Maui's Fish. Don't forget to send me your stories and join our email list to keep up with our latest news and our upcoming book. Your information will be kept confidential, so claim your free unaired episode, Hawaii's Faceless Ghost, Mujina, today. A big mahalo nui loa to our Patreon supporters, Scout Parmenter and Felisa H. You too can join Scout and Felisa by becoming a Legends from the Pacific Patreon supporter. Patreon supporters enjoy many benefits, including unaired exclusive Patreon episodes. So become a Legends from the Pacific Patreon supporter today. Our theme song is Mystery by Tavana, courtesy of High Sessions. Sound effects are by Sound Effects Factory. Our music coordinator is Matt Duffy, a.k.a. DJ Triple Bypass. Links and show notes can be found on our website, legendsfromthepacific.com, including a link to your featured song, which is He Iini No by Izumi and Waipuna, courtesy of High Sessions. Legends from the Pacific was written, produced, and edited by me, Kamuela Kanashiro. I also wrote our original stories. Your featured Hawaiian word is Mohai. Mohai means offering. An example of Mohai is gin, tobacco, and flower lays are commonly Mohai for Pele. Once again, Mohai is Hawaiian for offering. A way to provide an offering is by wrapping it in Hawaiian tea leaf. Contrary to TV shows and films, You'd never wrap a Hawaiian tea leaf around a rock as an offering. Offering a rock is considered disrespectful. Thank you once again for listening. Mahalo and a hui ho. going to do the whole sports announcer thing you know the and then this corner weighing in at blah 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 kuna or even something like oh kuna's outwitted maui but what is this 
a new challenger has entered the arena, and it's Pele. But I ran out of time. Ah, I guess I could do that stuff later. So yeah, Maui and Pele. Talk about our version of a Marvel team-up. Or would that make it a legendary team-up? Am I right? Hope you enjoyed my little ramblings. See you next episode. Oh, and Maui will return.